0: Welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe And I'm Caroline. And we're super excited about this episode, or I am. So am I. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for weeks now and am stoked. You guys came through and so many of you emailed us and we're going to be sharing holiday traditions and all of that good stuff. But first, I would like to start with our grounding moment. So, Caroline, do you know your grounding moment? I do. Um... So earlier earlier
1: this week, I was driving with my mom and my grandma. And we were passing like our downtown square. And it was all lit up with the lights and stuff. We we're like, oh my gosh, it's already lit up. Like we were so excited. And then there was like all these people around. And I was kind of confused because you know, COVID, I was like, what are all these people doing? And I saw like lights and cameras and also I was like, oh, they're filming a movie. I was like, a Hallmark movie. Oh, were they really? No, they oh. weren't. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, oh, it's so cute. Like, the town's so cute. They have a huge Christmas we do tree. Would you live in a great area to film a Hallmark oh, yeah. movie. yeah. Perfect area. And so I had no doubt in my mind it was a Hallmark movie. I was like, oh, my gosh. So I, like, pulled in. I got, like, a good spot to see everything. And there was, like, a director and everything. And he... Were they filming for HGTV? No. Oh. So <laughs> they were. <laughs> So there was like the marching band, but the marching band I could tell was like a BHS marching band. And I was like, oh, maybe they just like told them they were in the movie. Yeah, And so I like plotted this whole thing and I saw other people, but I was like, okay, they look young. I'm just going to
0: keep making guesses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, they look young also. Um, And there wasn't like a ton of a ton of people, but they kept going like, no, that was wrong, like repeat. And they were like doing this little dance and all this stuff. I was like, what is going on? And then my mom was like, I think the mayor is out there, like our real mayor. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's not a Hallmark movie. Like, Were
0: they filming TikToks?
1: No. So I found out that they were filming. They did. So every year they do like this lighting ceremony. And because of COVID, they did that virtual one. So they were filming, like, a little virtual thing, and the mayor spoke, and then I think they were high school kids. They did this little dance, and they all sang. They were, like, beautiful singers. It was a choir, and, like, ballerinas. <coughs> and so they did that instead of, like, a big lighting ceremony to keep everyone safe. So I was like, oh, so cute. And we watched for, like, an hour. <laughs> they are probably like, why are they watching Wait, us? That's so fun. Yeah.
0: I was hoping it was a Hallmark movie. I know. I was like, wow. Because
1: they even, it was like big cameras and like a big production and they like blocked off the road and everything. It was like filming in process
0: for like four hours. It's like, what is going on? Maybe somebody that listens works for Hallmark. Yeah. If you do, you need to let Hallmark know that Northwest Arkansas would be a great spot for a Hallmark style holiday movie.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Literally perfect.
0: Better than even some of the ones that they Yeah. They're always in like Ohio. I guess the downside of here is we don't get snow. That's true. So but you could fake it.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Little
0: snow yeah. machine action. Yeah. Sometimes we get snow, just not very often. Yeah.
1: We used to back in the day. <laughs> trying to think.
0: Oh, I know what my grounding moment is. Two of my friends had their babies oh, in the yay. last week. And I got to meet my friend B's baby for the first time yesterday. We, uh, I went over, I was masked and everything, but I got to meet her, which was so much fun. And I took a few newborn photos for them. Cute. And uh, it is so crazy seeing your friends reproduce. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> I'm getting to that age where they're making children mm-hmm. and and it's normal and it's normal <laughs> and like not on accident mm-hmm. like they they planned it <laughs> um and it is blowing my mind like truly mm-hmm. so my my neighbor had her baby earlier this week and my friend V had her baby and all had healthy deliveries and it was just really exciting and um lots of little babies to be around and Mm -hmm. that's just been sweet it's a fun little season yeah
1: and like christmas and i have an extra little member yeah
0: i know my my neighbor her baby was um early and so her mother-in-law was like i'm so thankful because she wasn't due till december but I have the whole week of Thanksgiving off, so.
1: Oh, fine.
0: She's yeah. like, this is such convenient <laughs> <laughs> Are they girls, boys? They both had girls. Oh, cute. They both had little girls. And my um, best friend from home that I grew up with my whole life, um, his wife is due, like, any day now. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just, like, waiting for the text message that's either a photo of the baby or that they've gone to the hospital. I don't know which one I'll get. All of my friends are different. Some, like, have a go message ready that, it like, all their friends are in this group message that when they go to the hospital, their husband's in charge of texting that group message and being, that's like, smart. sending little updates in that group message. And then I have other ones where I just get a picture of the baby, and they're like, we did it! <laughs> <laughs> so I never know, and right. both are great. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they're uh, they're due any day now, too. So lots of friends here in, like, a two-week period yeah, that that's are fun. all having... Anyway, that's my grounding moment because something about watching them transition to taking care of another little tiny human—it's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: a lot of people are having babies. My um, sister-in-law is a labor and delivery nurse, and she is
0: flooded. Like, I saw a TikTok, and it was from—you know—okay. Um, Caroline wasn't in a sorority, and I'm sure lots of people who listen weren't in sororities, so I'm going to explain this. When you're in a sorority, they do something called a door stack during rush, Mm -hmm. where they, like, yell chants and, like, clap and scream. Okay. And there's a TikTok that went viral of, I think it was maybe Zeta or Katie, I could be wrong, um, a house at some school where they're doing a door stack, and they're like, we've been waiting for you all summer, and we're so excited you're finally here! And then they, like, start yelling and screaming mm-hmm. and chanting. Somebody took that sound and was, like, labored and <laughs> put over it. Labor and delivery nurses to all of the March COVID babies uh, yeah. or the March quarantine babies because uh-huh. they're being born now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, they use that filter where they're all the heads and it's, like, all the COVID babies. Yeah. They're like it's starting, it <laughs> and we're so excited you're finally here. Uh-huh. Yeah, my sister
1: in law <laughs> says that people are quitting. It's so that just too, they're overworked and it's just too much on top of COVID and everything. But they're like, people literally just had babies during quarantine. I'm like, mm-hmm. good for them. But That's she's crazy. still
0: hanging in there. But the I saw that the global, not global, national. I have no idea if it was America or the world. Um, birth rates are declining because of COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, like it seems like lots of people are having babies, but overall, less people are having babies. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I think because I'm in the phase where people were, yeah, already it's like your age starting range, to yeah. have babies, because I'm in my late twenties, and most of my friends have been married for four or five years now. So a lot of my friends like are starting to have kids, and so it like timed perfectly that covid just intersected with because like both of my friends all of my friends that are having babies right now found out they were pregnant like the week covid hit Mm. so like they were already pregnant and then they were like oh shoot yeah here we go (laughs) what are we doing which all of them has said was kind of nice because they were uh quarantined yeah so like during all the parts where they were sick, they were right, just, like, yeah. chilling. So, I don't know. It's a wild time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chelsea's making it, though. Yeah, Chelsea is. I can't imagine me. <laughs> being a labor and delivery nurse right now. And COVID and just... I know, all of it. Too much. Well, let's talk about some Christmas traditions. Let's do it. You want to
1: talk about yours first? Sure. So, you guys honestly s- pulled through. You sent us a lot of good ones, so... The first one I'm going to read is says, hello, ladies, love the podcast and have been listening since the very beginning. You both are so inspiring. Thank you. Um, She says, my family and I used to go to the forest to cut down a Christmas tree every single year. Once we got home and decorated, we would have a Christmas tree camp out and all sleep underneath the tree. All fun and games until one year when it literally fell on us in the middle of the night.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> she said,
1: everyone got out alive and we still joke about it to this day. Can't wait for this episode. Oh, my. <laughs> that was funny. Can you
0: imagine?
1: <laughs> no, you're like sleeping peacefully, like Christmas tree camp out and
0: like crashes on you. I don't think we got a story like this. And I don't even know if this has ever happened to anybody. But I always think that people are going to say that like an uh, animal... They went and got their tree oh, and, like, and, like, brought it home decorated. Tree. And then in the night, there was, like, a baby raccoon in yeah. their house or something. I don't know what lives in trees. But I don't know. I know, yeah. Or, I like, could see birds. that happening. I we only know.
1: had, like, three real trees in my life. We never did real trees. We did a couple years, but it They're expensive.
0: Just, yeah. Like, a lot more expensive. Okay, well, I guess I'll start with my funny story one then because, you know. Um... All right. I'm a week behind, but I wanted to share my Christmas tradition my husband and I started. She barely slipped in there. She got it perfectly in time. <laughs> um, before we even bought our first apartment, my husband, boyfriend at the time, randomly decides that we needed to buy a super cheap Christmas tree that was on clearance for New Year's and store it until we do move in together. He talked me into this really nice green pre-lit tree because it was only $20 and looked great in the picture on the box. Love it. <laughs> Finally got our own place and get to decorate for Christmas in our first home with our cat and new kitten. And we take the tree out of the box and we it's white and covered in glitter. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't afford another tree, so we were stuck with the white glittery tree and two cats. Our cats spent a whole month covered in glitter and we still find glittery tree pieces randomly throughout the year. but now it's part of, it's part of our Christmas traditions and six years later we still put up a glittery white Christmas tree. Oh my God. I love that they still put it up. Yeah, that's commitment. <laughs> my question is, are your cats still covered in glitter? Yeah, or did they learn? Yeah. I hear cats, like, love the tree. I think you can, I know. Everybody, whenever I put my tree up, we're like, don't your dogs, like, attack it? And I'm like, my dogs don't even acknowledge my tree. they don't care. (laughs) They they don't care at all. Yeah, my boyfriend said his cat when you're, like,
1: (laughs) climbed up the tree and literally was (laughs) being, (laughs) it's not funny, but he was, like, choking and, like, being strangled by the lights. Oh, my god. And Chris
0: had to save the cat. That's so sad. I've never had a cat so um it makes sense though because if you think about it like you give them those tree the like where they scratch the like the scratching posts and jungle thingy gyms mm-hmm. for them to climb up on so i guess the tree's really no different like they like to get up high yeah they're like um, wow
1: this is for me
0: i wonder if they uh, with the glitter tree could use like a setting spray or like hairspray and like set the glitter oh, yeah so that it doesn't go everywhere. Or like
1: glue? Like is that a thing? Like a glue? I have no idea if it's like
0: a, yeah, like a setting spray glue or yes. something. Yeah. Um, I did that with the pompous grass that's in my house, so that it doesn't go everywhere. But then this year, Cindy and I put pompous in my tree. And there are little things of pompous all over the uh, house, yeah. which is fine. It vacuums up. It's not a big deal. It's not the same as glitter. Yeah. That's
1: funny. I, I don't love think how I'd be bold like, enough.
0: What? I don't think I'd be bold enough to keep putting up the glitter no. tree.
1: I don't think... I don't know. Maybe it's less glittery every time, like, because it falls off. I'm imagining this, like, totally just tons of tons of pounds of glitter on this tree.
0: You know how they make um, pre-lit trees now that look so real? hmm I really want one of those, but they're so expensive. Oh, yeah, They're, like, $500. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, it, you use it every year. I know, but I already have a tree. I know, it's true. <laughs> like, when I already have one, and mine was... I spent, I got mine on sale for like $120. Okay. And it's nice. Yeah, it's cute. I like her. Anyway, what's your
1: next one? Um, I thought this one was cute. She says, hi, y'all. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi what? Huh? She says, I love y'all and what y'all do on the podcast, literally everything. Thank you. She says, our family tradition is something called PJ Elf. PJ Elf drops off pajamas at the front door Christmas Eve morning for the kids to wear Christmas Eve when Santa comes. I recently named him Flannel the Elf. My mom has done this since we were little with all of us cousins. One year, she actually made the PJs for all 15 of us. Wow. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: I literally had no clue it was her until high school. (laughs) (laughs) That was me with Santa. I love that. Since my best friends have kids now, I continued the tradition with my friends' kids, It has grown into us getting 70 pairs of PJs between the two of us. I hope you all have a great holiday season. Wow.
0: I love that. I would make one change. What? Not just the kids get PJs from Flannel valve. Oh, yeah. Parents also get PJs. Yeah,
1: everyone involved. Yeah. But I would have loved that. Like, imagine being a kid and, like, you know it's going to happen. Like, you know there's going to be PJs at your front door on Christmas Eve. You're like, flannel king.
0: Yeah. You're like,
1: mom flannel's coming tomorrow i have to go to sleep and then you're gonna wake up and you
0: have cute pjs do you think you leave cookies out for flannel like you do for santa i would i would too or Or a note or
1: something like a little
0: note yeah like thank you flannel yeah (laughs) i appreciate you yeah i love that his name's flannel me too i'm all in on that that's so cute. I want to do that with my kids that are non-existent. Well, and then you could wear on Christmas Eve. So I guess people go to church on Christmas Eve usually. Mm-hmm. So never mind. <laughs> you could wear, I was going to say, you oh, could change into your PJs and just wear your PJs all day. Yeah, But you have to get dressed up yeah. for Christmas Eve. We we went to church on Christmas Eve yeah, in same. the evening. We didn't even tell our traditions. I know. I tried to guide you into it and you went straight into oh, it. Sorry. So I uh, let you do your thing. <laughs> Well, thank you. i just rolling with it. Yeah, you're good. Um, I guess I can tell my tradition. Okay, go for it. Um, so the way – we didn't have anything, like, cool like flannel. Um, flannel the elf. Did flannel not come to your elf. door. <laughs> uh, we, we opened gifts on Christmas Eve. So mm-hmm. we did church on Christmas Eve, and then we'd come home and do Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve dinner. And then after dinner, the youngest kid would get to sort all the gifts – um, sort? What do you mean? Like, give everybody all their gifts from under the tree. Okay. And we would open gifts on Christmas Eve. Oh, you would? Yeah. All of them? All of them. Okay. We opened on Christmas Eve. Um, and then we went to bed, and we'd get up on Christmas morning, and on Christmas morning, Santa came. Okay. So we ha- would have all of our stocking stuffers and then I gifts from Santa, which usually, like, Christmas morning wasn't, like, a big gifts like it was small fun stuff okay, from santa cute. um and then our christmas day tradition is my i guess we do have this tradition my dad and i would pick a different series of movies every year okay and we'd watch as many of them as we could that's fun. on christmas day so like we did harry potter lord of the rings the born trilogy like we would do something different cute, every year like um obviously more children-esque Mm-hmm. series when we were younger but um yeah so on christmas day we would just park in front of the tv and watch movies and make popcorn and eat leftovers and love it um but i don't have like a big extended family that got together yeah Cause my my sisters and my half sisters so they were usually they were with us sometimes for christmas but usually i think they were with their mom and so it would just be well i guess they were just adults yeah, they're quite a bit older. Older, than you. Yeah. yeah. And so I, it would just be my dad, my mom, and me. Sometimes my grandma and grandpa would come down. It's mm-hmm. so like it would just be the three of us, chilling.
1: right? Love but that. that's
0: what we did. It was fun. Cute. Um. So my, we do
1: kind of something different now that we're older because I have two older brothers and they're like quite a bit older, so we're not kids anymore. Sad. But when I was younger, we do kind of the same thing. Christmas Eve. We go to church and then we come back and we always make homemade lasagna. It's like our thing. So we make lasagna and then we get to open one present on Christmas Eve and usually that's pajamas. And like our mom hints at, like, you should open this one. It's always pajamas, but they're not matching. They're all different and like really cute. So then we wear the pajamas, wake up and we have cute pajamas. But when we wake up, we weren't allowed to wake up our parents. Like, that was like the number one rule. I would wake up the earliest because I was the youngest and grab my stocking. So, you, I would open the stocking in my bed, and so would my brothers. And then my mom wakes up, my dad wakes up, and then we would make breakfast and do all that. And then we would open presents from Santa and everyone. But yeah, and then the oldest opens first. And then to the youngest, and we go around. Oldest kid or oldest human? Oldest human. So my grandma's there, my grandma opens first. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. And we watch like what everyone gets. Yeah. We weren't like opening. I've no, heard people like. Just open. Ripping them open
0: and doing all that. I'm like, what? No, we open them one at a time mm-hmm. and like watch what everybody gets. Yeah. From. Yeah. That's what,
1: And I like that. So do I, because it, it draws it out longer. Mm hmm. But I love, like, my favorite thing about Christmas is my stocking, and it always has been, and I don't know why. Like, I love how it looks. My mom made it when I was, like, born, and I just like stocking little stuff. It's always fun.
0: But, yeah. That's that's really fun. Okay. Let's go back to traditions. Okay. Hello. I'm a huge fan. I love your podcast. Thank you. Um, My family does a few things that I have no idea if they're common or not. When we put up our Christmas decorations, we choose a day, most times the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but during 2020, you know, during 2020, it's no longer the Saturday after oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Everybody's putting up their decor the Saturday after Halloween. <laughs> um, when we, uh, let's see, and we put out our Christmas music and put up the tree and all the decorations. Makes me really happy because we've done it since I was little. Another thing we do is make lasagna from scratch and bake it for, for Christmas Eve. Same. Then we all sit around and open stockings and a new pair of PJs that night. Um, did Did you write this email? Nope. She has the same traditions <laughs> as you. That's funny because I've never heard of lasagna, but they open their stockings on Christmas Eve. It sounds like uh, our I see stockings. Sienna our summer. stockings were Santa. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that though. I like the lasagna tradition. Yeah, I don't know where that's. We right. do ham, which I think is super traditional. Yeah, it is. We also do shrimp. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, my because so my grandfather spoils me rotten, mm-hmm. like more than I've ever felt spoiled by any other human on planet Earth. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I loved shrimp, like mm-hmm. and like Clearly cocktail I. sauce. It yeah. was like my favorite thing. And so to this day, my grandpa makes sure there's shrimp and cocktail oh, sauce. I love that. Yeah, cute. Um. All right, which one do you have? This one says, Hello,
1: I can't say enough how much I look up to you ladies. The podcast has been such a positive part of every week for me, and I can't wait to watch it keep growing and for you two to
0: move into your office. Us too. Fingers crossed. We haven't told them the ailment of our office move. Oh, yeah. Guys, (laughs) the table came in, but only the base of the table. Yeah, it's like this pretty concrete like white
1: concrete table it's gorgeous and i was like joe did the table come in and she's like yeah it's in that box i was like how is the table in that box (laughs) i'm so stupid
0: i just wasn't thinking right
1: yeah it's fine but i was like what i was like we have to open that and i was like the table's gonna be so small if it's just in that box and we open it it's just the base
0: we're like, what? I just like in my brain. I was like, oh, the tops in there too, duh. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why, because it doesn't even make sense. Like, if you see this box, it doesn't even make yeah, sense. Yeah, It's like tall. And well, and I'd even opened the box. Oh, you like, did. I had looked in the box because your mom was like, <laughs> make sure it's okay, and I was like, okay, the box is all packaged and okay. I'd opened like I, no, I hadn't like opened it all the way. I just like cracked it to look in there. I was like, oh yeah, it's all there, good to go. <laughs> I, and it's other, not even wide. It's well, like a really skinny And the box is two of two. Yeah, two of two boxes.
1: <laughs> and so the top of it is nowhere to be found. I think it's, like, coming. Yeah. But I'm like, why? Ugh, it's just been a whole deal. So. So we're still out of our office, but. Yeah, we can't wait to move in also. Um, she says, so my holiday tradition is cute, but also funny. Every year since I've been born, my family has had a cookie baking weekend Sometimes before, sometime before Christmas. We seriously bake the entire weekend at my grandparents' house. Love that. Um, We normally end up making around 15 different kinds of cookies, and we all end up taking home boxes of cookies to give out to others and eat ourselves.
0: I love that.
1: The one year we had a little bit of sugar cookie dough left, and we decided to put the whole lump of dough in the oven and see what would happen. It It ended up looking like a butt when it came out of the oven, and we all thought it was the funniest thing. So now every year we purposely make a butt-shaped cookie. Ha ha. I love things like that. I love it too. Like it's just like an accident, but you all catch on and like you keep doing it. And it probably was hysterical for them, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, especially with, your with little kids. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: And, and you, you just like things with your family are funnier than they are. Yes, with and you just else. like
1: roll, and it's yes. like hysterical. Yes, it's so funny. But I love that they keep doing that instead of like, oh, my
0: God, it looks like a butt. Gross. Now they're like, they're no, like, we make, butt, make cookies butt cookies every year. <laughs> Don't Go touch it. the butt. Uh, okay. Or like this one. Okay. I might be exposing myself and my family for how country this is. More than 10 years ago, my dad and I started this tradition on Christmas Eve. My parents' house, where I grew up, is in a small town called Summerton, South Carolina. It all started with Christmas being only days away from New Year's and my younger brother's affinity for pyrotechnics. On Christmas Eve, my dad and I go to a local gas station, Country Store, that keeps a large selection of fireworks year-round. Love it. We pick out bottle rockets, cherry bombs, Roman candles, an assortment pack of other aerial fireworks that get grouped with my brother's Christmas presents the next morning. We also get homemade fudge, old-timey glass bottle sodas, and a Claxton fruitcake for my grandfather who stays with us over Christmas. I'm not sure if the fruitcake is a joke or not because I never see him eat it, but we always have to pick one up. (laughs) My brothers are older now and aren't nearly into fireworks as much as they used to be, but it never fails. As long as I'm home on Christmas Eve, my dad will say, All right, Em, time for us to ride up the road and get some fireworks, isn't it? It's my favorite holiday tradition because it feels so special that it's something I get to do with my dad. Can't wait to hear the episode, and thank you so much for giving me something to look forward to on Monday. Aww. Aww.
1: I love that. That was sweet. And so just unique, like, fireworks.
0: I know, that's fun. Yeah. I love that, like, their kids loved fireworks, and instead of um, shying away from it, they were like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, We're the firework people. (laughs) I also love that they have a place in their town that sells fireworks Mm year-round. That's definitely not legal here. No. At all. <laughs> so cute, though. Firework stands. I'm yawning so much. The firework stands can be open, what, two weeks of the entire year yeah. or something like that? Here, yeah. They're open. It's so short here. And it's weird. I don't know. It may have been that short in Missouri, but to me, that season felt like for like in the oh, summertime. yeah, when you're younger, yeah. When you're young, it felt like... Yeah. And Fourth of July felt like a three-week yes, thing. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did. But now it's like two days. Uh-huh.
1: That is weird. I've never thought about that. But, yeah, definitely when I was younger, I was like, Fourth of July. And you, like, draw it out in your head when you're young. And, like, you feel like Fourth of July is all summer. (laughs) Yeah, Fourth of July is one of my favorite holidays. I like Fourth of July. It's not my favorite, though. New Year's is my favorite.
0: New Year's is not my favorite. It's not even on my top three. Really? Uh Uh-uh. Why? I don't know. I like New Year's. Like, it's fine. But I feel like I had a lot of really disappointing New Year's. Yeah. Because... I mean, it goes back, same story I've told over and over again. I think I just was kind of a loser growing up, and I was, like, really insecure Mm -hmm. and just struggled, and I think I had all these expectations. Like, I was a little girl that, like, really built up what New Year's was supposed to be, and I never got invited to the parties. Gotcha. And if I was the parties, I was kind of, like, if I was at them, I was, like, kind of on the outside. Oh, yeah. Like, same thing with college spring break. I never really got invited to go on college spring break with people. You know? Yeah. And, like... That was probably my own doing, but at the time, I, like, it it just, like, and so I think I still have those feelings associated with New Year's.
1: Yeah, I don't really like Halloween because of that. Like, I've never had a good Halloween. Yeah. I've had good ones, but, like, when I was young, I hated Halloween, like, hated it, and so, like, now I'm an adult, I'm like, hmm, it's okay, so,
0: same thing. But this year, like, I, this year, I remember you saying, you're like, I can actually see why this is so much fun. Oh, yeah, like, it's starting to, like, okay, that is fun. It's starting to appeal to yes. us. Yes, slowly but surely. Yep. I like Halloween. Yeah, I think it's a good time. We haven't celebrated Halloween in a lot. Of, like we haven't gotten dressed up in three or four years. Because mm-hmm. I'm always working.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This year I wasn't working, but yeah, COVID. this year I had a reception. I shot. Yeah, and so
1: we didn't do anything. But and it's COVID, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, your turn. This girl says, Hey girls, I'm a huge Christmas freak and I'm so in love with traditions. As my birthday is on Christmas Day, I love it even more. Ooh, I don't think I would like that. What? Birthday on Christmas Day. Oh. My brother's birthday is on the 23rd.
0: My uh, niece's birthday is a week before on the 18th and I always think that's hard. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But she loves it, so I like it. She said,
1: so our Christmas Eve slash day is specific and I make sure my family sticks to it. On Christmas Eve, my grandparents come over to celebrate my birthday early. We eat the same thing every year. Apple stuffed pork with bacon wrapped, green beans, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, and then a red velvet cake from Nothing Bunt Cakes for my birthday dessert. Wow, very specific. I love it. We then go to Christmas Eve mass and then come home and to do presents. Every year, my mom gives each of us kids an ornament that is a summary of our year. We actually did used to do this also, Like, but we would pick them out. Did you ever do that? No. Like Every year we would get a new ornament, and it would be like a swimmer or something we did that year, no, so I do like do that. And we'd write the date on the ornament. That's cute. Um, she says, we then watch the Polar Express. I only let us watch it once per year. Then Christmas Day, we drink mimosas and open presents and stockings. She goes, OMG, I realize I went off on a tangent, and these traditions aren't necessarily unique, but they mean a lot to me, clearly by my rambling. This Christmas will be my 21st birthday, so being mentioned on the podcast would be the best. Anyways, love you guys, and thank you for being a breath of fresh air. Happy almost birthday. Yeah, happy almost
0: birthday. month out. That's fun. I've been waiting for an email like this for me to read the whole time. This next one. Okay. <laughs> every year on Christmas Eve, my grandma, my <laughs> neither Caroline or I can read today. I'm like so. Every year out. on Christmas Eve, my grandmother hides a glass pickle. Yes. It's the pickle. Pickle. Story. Okay. Um, every year on Christmas Eve, my grandma hides a glass pickle ornament in the tree before we get there for dinner. After we eat and open presents, it's time to look for the pickle. It's harder than you would think with all the lights and decorations and it being green like the tree. All hell breaks loose and we usually have most of the decorations stripped off the tree in a few minutes because whoever finds the pickle gets money. I have no idea where this came from, but apparently it's not as common as I thought. I'd love to know if anybody else does this or had ever heard of it. Yes, I have. Um, We did not do this growing up and i'm looking up right now where i know that it's like a tradition from another um oh maybe it is an american tradition
1: I, this other girl wrote in the same story and it's she, an she old said german. german tradition yeah
0: okay um it's an old german tradition and the reason i know about it is and maybe they did it like that but for some reason the way i remember it in my head is different and that could just be my childhood making up stories. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> probably. Um, but my my best friend growing up did the pickle tradition. And how I remember it is they had they had like a twenty foot tree. Mm-hmm. And um whoever came in and decorated the tree would hide the pickle and then we could all look for it the whole month. Like we all would look okay, for okay. it. Okay. But maybe it just wasn't there. Maybe we were just looking for it um, and it wasn't actually on yeah. the tree. I don't know because I don't remember ever finding it. <laughs> um, and so I didn't really understand the whole tradition until, but I loved that they did that. I was mm-hmm. like, that's so cool. The pickle, the pickle. And I associated the pickle with the Praters. Praters, the pickle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so whenever I got married, I got married in May and my wedding showers were around Christmas time because my high school friends are all over the country. And everybody was home. And so I had a ornament shower where everybody got me an ornament and the Praetors got me my own pickle. Oh, cute. And it had the little story and it tells what you do. So on Christmas Eve in the evening, somebody hides the pickle in the tree, which everybody can do it differently. And then the next morning when you're done opening gifts, everybody looks and whoever finds the pickle gets an extra gift. So for her family, it sounded like that was cash. I Like, I really... Um, Matt and I are going to do this um, when we have a family. We have our pickle. And the pickles come in different sizes. Fun. So you can get, like, a big one, medium, small. So, like, as kids get older, it's hard, It's easier oh, yeah, to hide yeah. it because it's teeny tiny. Uh-huh. Um, and whenever they're younger, it's bigger so that it's not a... You don't have a toddler yeah. <laughs> trying a to find a one-inch tree. pickle <laughs> in a 10-foot tree. Um, and so
1: I, I just think that's so I think fun. it's fun. I'm surprised we didn't do that because my dad's
0: side is all German. So it's my mom's like, side. shocks me. We didn't but do we it. But we didn't do it. And I, I love that tradition. Yeah. So we're for sure going to do that. I have my pickle ornament and I, I put it on the tree every year. <laughs> that's <laughs> just, fun. I like, put it on, but,
1: um. Yeah. Cause then it gets like everyone involved and you're like, I have to find this pickle. I wonder how much money they get. I know.
0: I feel like you need to make it good. Yeah,
1: it's like
0: almost like an Easter egg. Hunt. I know, like so fun. Yeah, so fun. Like I think that would be a fun. If you were a grandparent, that would be so fun to do with all the cousins. Oh yeah, we'd hurt each other. <laughs>
1: it Same, would be violent
0: would too. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I have another huge Christmas tradition that I didn't say, but it's it's Thanksgiving at Thanksgiving time. Okay, I may have talked about. I know I've told you this before but I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. This is my favorite tradition from being a kid, and we don't do it anymore. That's why I didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. But when I was a kid, we always did Thanksgiving with my dad's mom and dad. Okay. Um, And all my cousins were there. We do a big family Thanksgiving, which is why Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite. And every year, we don't get together for Christmas. So we do Christmas on Friday. Oh, fun. So we would do Thanksgiving. We'd go out um, all kinds of incredible, like, homemade food for Thanksgiving. Everybody's Mm -hmm. so tired. You know, we'd play cards until late, and then everybody would go to bed. And then overnight, they would transform the entire um, screened-in porch into, like, a winter wonderland. So fun. So there'd be, like, fake snow and um all of these snowman um like soft snowman things i don't even know how to explain them like the whole thing would be decked out mm-hmm. and we'd wake up on friday and we'd get to do like a christmas morning and the whole house would transform overnight like mm-hmm. we'd wake up and it would be christmas love that and then we would do our christmas exchange on um on saturday fun or friday not yeah, saturday friday. um yeah that's so fun
1: did you do, on Thanksgiving, did you go see a movie?
0: On Friday, sometimes we would in the afternoon. I right.
1: So we did, like, Thanksgiving dinner, and then we would either go fl- play football. Like, all of our family would, like, divide into teams and do this, like, massive football tournament. And it was, like, violent. It was so bad. <laughs> but that sounds fun. That fun. Um, and then, like, late, we would go to, like, the last movie playing, and we would go see that.
0: I know a lot of people do Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Like, they go to the movies sometimes. We Christmas sometimes do day.
1: that. If it's like, if we're feeling it, like, we, it's like every other year we see a movie.
0: It's such a weird year this year with, I know. Like, movies aren't really coming out and I know. the theater's not. That is by far, like, one of the things I miss most with COVID.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I really like going to the movies. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a good movie. Like, I like the experience of like yeah. being there and the popcorn and the phones being off and. Yeah, all of it. I like really. That's a good way for me to zone out and, like, disconnect. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any more? Yes, I do. So
1: she says, every Christmas Eve, we have a pretty strict tradition. We start with a Christmas brunch, then we open presents. This started because we always had to go to my dad's Christmas morning. So as soon as we found out about Santa, Mom let us start opening them early. And then we would go to a nursing home. For the last 30 years, since my oldest brother was two, we go give gifts and cards at our local nursing home. It's super nice to get to have a conversation with the residents and remind them how they are loved, especially when guests don't have any visitors for the holidays. Oh, I'm crying. (laughs) That's so sweet.
0: That is really sweet. She said, this year
1: will be the first year that we won't be able to go to the nursing home, but we are still going to find a way to do something nice for them. Finally, we eat out at our local Mexican restaurant since it's the only one open. Then we go home and watch a movie, um, and my mom falls asleep about f- five minutes in. That's me. I'm literally always asleep when the movie starts. Uh, she said, all of these things are so little, but together they make such a lovely day, full of family and love. Thank you for your for taking our stories.
0: Hope you enjoyed these. Oh, I love that. I love getting to be with family on mm-hmm. all those. This year's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Or is your family getting together?
1: No. So, like, we, yeah, usually, so I have two old brothers, and then all of them have a partner. And we usually get all together, but I think this year it's just going to be my mom, grandma, and I. I don't know. We haven't really discussed. We're really last-minute planners when it comes
0: to that. But, yeah, what about you? I don't know yet. um, I know this episode will be coming out after Thanksgiving, so I'll definitely know by the time you guys are listening to this, but I don't know if we're going to go home or not. We were um, quarantining and then going to go home and stuff, but with how high the rates are, I, I know. don't know if we're going to or not. I uh, It just makes me really nervous. It's yeah, not worth it. It's not worth and, it. Um, I don't know how much I've talked about it on the podcast, but my mom has MS, and so we have not gotten to see my mom but once this year. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't know what we're going to do. For Christmas, we're going to get to um, actually quarantine and yeah. go home, which will be good. Yeah, we're going to go home for a while. But it's just been a crazy year. I know. There's no right answer. Mm-hmm. But here's to 2021 being better. Yeah. Fingers Did you crossed. see
1: the uh, Rockefeller tree?
0: Yes, in but New York also... City?
1: I don't understand it.
0: Well, okay. Okay. Here's my thing about the Rockefeller tree, and maybe I'm wrong, (laughs) but whenever you transport trees like that, they're bound. And like, you know how whenever you get out the Christmas tree, like a fake Christmas tree, you have to fluff it? Yes, You have to do that with a regular tree whenever it's traveled that long, bound up. And so people were taking pictures of it as it was first being released from being bound. So... I don't know that that's what it's gonna look like. I think that may just be from it not being Fluff. fluffed and like put
1: out yet. Gotcha. And someone like funny just snagged it and and then people blew it ran up. with it
0: because they were like 2020, the year no one can do Figure anything it right. <laughs> um, and so I think once they have it decorated and like fluffed, it's gonna be totally fine. Yeah. But maybe not. Like maybe I'm wrong and it's gonna be awful. <laughs> Charlie Bondtree. Yeah, but. I, I really just think it's because it was, because they bind all of those branches upward, so then whenever they drop down, they're like, Meh. yeah,
1: that it makes you sense. get them some love.
0: Yeah. It's like a plant. Like, right. think about. Do you remember it. that philodendron that Matt dropped out of my ceiling in the office? No. Okay, I had this plant <laughs> that Matt shattered it, and for like a month, the plant was like, Meh. it was so <laughs> sad. I had repotted it. And it just was pissed because mm-hmm. it'd gone through the shock of, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's that tree. Yeah. Like, if you give it some time, it'll be like, dee, dee,
1: dee, Rockefeller. Yeah, because yeah, you cut it down and took it out of its environment.
0: And bound it. Yeah. It like just it, needs it a just, little love. Yeah. It just yeah. needs some time. Yeah. Let's not be so hard on the tree. <laughs> it's 2020. Right. Give the tree some time. <laughs> so funny. That's just my take on it. Yeah. But I did. People were sharing that everywhere. I was like, guys, did you... Okay, this is so off topic. Yeah, did you it. see all the TikTok drama? Oh, yeah. With Charlie and Dixie? Yes. Lee? What's your take? Did you watch the video?
1: Yeah, so I watched the video. I don't know. At first... So what's that girl's name that was ripping into them? I have no idea. Oh, Trish. Trish, yeah. So the first thing I saw on TikTok, because on my feed... It's not Charlie. Like I don't no, see me them a lot. Yeah. But I saw Trish. I was like, okay, I'll watch this. And then she was bashing the sisters. She was like, they're so ungrateful. Like, la, la, la. I was like, what? And so then I was like, I have to find this out. Because there's video. no like drama about yeah. them, really. So then I like looked at the video and I was like, okay. But I will give it to Trish, I guess. Not really. The 15-second video does make them seem bratty. But if you watch the whole video, you understand it. Like, But I also, like, for me,
0: what, you could make me seem bratty. If you just anyone. took the right clips of right. literally probably this podcast episode, you could make you sound bratty yes. and me. It's not hard. No, it's not
1: hard. And, yeah, and I don't know. And they're both young. Like, that's what well, people don't understand. But they weren't even act- – they were acting like normal teenager like i acted like that
0: and if you watch all their videos they have that same chef all the time like they're friends with him right and the chef came out and said that yeah that like we knew she was going to react like yes, that we thought why it would they be gave that's why her we did the it snail. yes and for me i was like she tried it right i was like i like at most picky eaters i feel like wouldn't have even tried it so right. the fact she tried it i thought that was really like i know respectful
1: and then they're bashing charlie because she james charles was like oh is 90 million followers not enough which she just was like, just joking. Yeah, she was just joking.
0: She was and, like... Well, and she was like, well, yeah, no, it's great. But, like, an even number would be so fun. Yeah, I she's would say something dating like dating like, an it achievement would be so she is cool. going to hit. If you hit a million <laughs> and then a year later hit 100 million, that would be really, really cool. cool.
1: Like, just because you all don't hit that, like, you don't have to be mean to her. I don't know. I was just, like, so shocked. And then Trish was also being mean to James Charles and... And I've always been like a Jane, not a fan fan, but I've I've always like really liked him. Like people and people like call him a robot. And I'm like, he's like really smart upstairs. Like he's really smart and creative and loves what he does. And I appreciate that. And then Trish was bashing James Charles over like him not really being friends with Charlie, like being like, creepy to them. And he was, like, he... Did you see that I video? I did. I saw his response. And he was, like, <laughs> talking one million miles a minute. And yeah. he was, like, that's He's, is like, not I will true. fit this in one video. Yes. And I love that. He's, like, standing up, like, don't be a bully. Like... Well, and, like, why is she even... <laughs> Who is she? I know. It's, like, it, why are you even coming at them? Like, it's so weird. It is weird.
0: But, but I just... That was... Shot. She lost over a million followers. Oh, she did. Charlie did. She was about to hit ni- ni- 100 million and she's back at, like, 98-something, which That's is still so, incredible, yeah. and she will be fine. Like, I get it. But, like, when you're 16, I think about 16-year-old me. 16-year-old me could not take that. No, if I
1: lost one million people,
0: yeah, I'd be like... And if people were bashing me, like a bunch of older people yeah. were bashing me all over the internet, oh. Oh. No. Yeah, it's so hard. I would not have the shell to take that. Uh-uh. Because literally, they were just
1: filming, like, their conversation. Like, they were just...
0: Right. And everybody's everybody's like, well, a lot of people were saying, well, it's such a privilege to have a private chef. You shouldn't treat them like that. I'm like, but they're like family. Right. They're at their home.
1: Yeah. And all, like... You're telling me that you never have done anything dramatic? When your mom even makes your food, you know? Yeah. And, like, my friend's... Growing up, they had private chefs because um, they lived in, like, Brazil and stuff. But, yeah, you become... I don't know why that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they lived in Brazil. They had private chefs. I don't know that. I do they... It was just... I, <laughs> I'm saying they. This one girl who was my really good friend All of Caroline's Brazil, friends
0: growing up had private and chefs. And
1: she had a private chef. But, like, yeah, she became friends with them. Like, they become your family. They right. live with you usually. Right. And you, like... Make fun of each other, like they're family, and so they're like, Oh, she's so ungrateful. La, la, la. I'm like, No, you don't know the situation.
0: No, but, anyways, I felt bad for them. I know, I know they have a lot of success, but that'd be a lot of hate to take. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I know that was unrelated to our episode, but I just was wondering if you saw that and what your thoughts were. I hadn't brought it up to you. Yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> That's the scariest part about being online publicly. Yes cancel culture and
1: any wrong move like they didn't even they weren't even like racist or it's like she literally doesn't like snails
0: well and the (laughs) the other crazy part is there are so many teenage boys that are on there that have done creepy things publicly like kissing underage girls on camera and like Mm -hmm. just things that are like blatantly not okay and nobody's canceled them. right i don't get it yeah. Why are we after young, successful teenage girls?
1: I don't know. It's like, do you guys not have a life of your own? Like, just we be happy like for them. Give <laughs> us
0: your thoughts. What's probably funny is a lot of the people listening to the podcast probably don't watch TikTok and don't know who any of these people Yeah, they don't <laughs> know
1: who even we're talking about. Oh. Just Google it if you're Caroline interested. and I don't
0: keep up with the Kardashians. We keep up with the Demilios. Yeah. You know. The TikTokers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... Okay. So our Q and a for today is from our DMS. We checked our DMS. Um, and do I just start at the beginning? I guess so. Uh, I've been wanting a good, healthy relationship for a while and I got it about a year ago, but all of a sudden, a few months ago, my boyfriend started overthinking and having negative thoughts. We talked about how he needs to have more positive energy and thoughts, not let those negative thoughts consume him. How does manifesting work when I'm manifesting our future of living together? And I can picture it so well. But he has those negative thoughts that are getting thrown in there. He actually has been more positive and we're doing a lot better. But I guess my overall question is, can you manifest something when it involves another person? Mm. Yes and no. Yeah. And also, like, just because it's super clear to you, sometimes you need to meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. Because... You want to make sure that he doesn't feel shame for having negative thoughts and having negative feelings. Like it's okay to feel negative, to have negative feelings, um, think negatively. It's natural. It's something that all of us are going to do at some point and to feel shame for that doesn't help anything. So I would say that's the number one thing. Don't be like, well, I don't know why it's so hard for you whenever, you know, it's so right. easy for me to visualize it. Not that you're saying that, but. Um, I think you absolutely can manifest a future, but I I think you guys need to be on the same page.
1: Yeah. You need to talk about like kind of what you're manifesting and like, you know, just communicate like, okay, I'm, I want to have kids by this date, but like, you can't really manifest things like that, like kids and all of that. So kind of be clear to your partner on like what you're wanting And maybe even, like, take it in baby, more baby steps. Like, okay, by next month, babe, like, let's work on. Or even just start, like, let's both start to take care of ourselves and get in this healthier mindset. Um, So then we can start manifesting together and on the same page. And I think
0: it's really good instead of manifesting, like, I want us to move in together by this date and have kids by this date instead manifesting things like i want to feel fulfillment about where we are i want to yeah. feel at peace about what decisions we've made
1: you know because then when you do that like those dates will file in like you'll move in together like it will just file in but yeah like just said you have to build that foundation so start manifesting like your relationship more and like getting more on the same page more often and all of that together
0: instead of specific goals yeah
1: but you need to you need to tell him like okay babe like I'm really thinking positive thoughts about us you know
0: xyz I try not to whenever I am like setting goals for my future I try not to envision what the house is going to look like I'm different than you This is because I know you do this. And so this is something that for me, I think it's important. Like I try to not visualize what the house looks like. I try not to visualize what is making me happy. I try to visualize the home, like the feeling that it gives me when I'm Mm -hmm. there and the peace that I feel from those things. Because then when I get there. I'm not off-put by what's bringing me the happiness. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I feel like you don't. I know that you, like, kind of plan and visualize what stuff looks like. Uh Uh-huh. And for you, I don't feel like you get caught up, like, with the podcast. I want to have a successful podcast. And I'm sure, whatever, four months ago when we started, you were visualizing us in our office and our, us, you know.
1: Yeah. You know. Yes. But
0: now that we're still in a closet, you're not like, well, I can't feel happy because I'm not how I visualized it. Right. You understand that you now feel that fulfillment as we have hit our listener goals and our, yes, you know, as we grow and it's okay that we're still in the closet. Right. And so I think for some people, it's hard to get past that visual, like visualization. Yeah. And so instead of visualizing what it looks like, visualizing what it feels like. Yeah. Like don't look at the huge overall picture,
1: like feel what the picture feels like <laughs> right does that make sense yeah that makes sense to me yeah I don't know it'll make sense to them. okay i, I think it will completely though, lost but it know.
0: totally makes sense to me because to me when i was reading her message i was thinking like she's like okay she can so clearly see what living together is like and for, from her perspective yeah and so when you get there will it really be like that right because
1: probably 100 you're partner is not visualizing that the same or at all even no everyone is Let so me tell different
0: you, my husband and i have very similar goals and aspirations because we've discussed them together for years and still how we visualize them is polar opposites right and that's,
1: and that's okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah right it's okay but you, you can't expect everybody to be on your train yeah
1: and maybe focus more on just manifesting for yourself and, like, um, you can still manifest, like, oh, I I hope my boyfriend, you know, starts getting in a better positive mental state and all of that. But really focus on yourself and the more you focus on yourself and manifest things for yourself, then you'll be a better partner to then be better together, if that makes any sense. I think so. Yeah.
0: I like that. Yeah,
1: I hope that answered. Did we do it? I think so.
0: Guys, did we answer the question? I liked this episode. Me too. I feel like I say that at the end of every episode, <laughs> but I really yeah. liked talking about traditions. Me too. I that like hearing fun. other
1: like family stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I love you guys. I love your traditions. You make me joyful. Um, well, I'm Joe, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Johnson Overby. And I'm Caroline, and you can find me at. Caroline Selty on both Instagram and TikTok. And you can find the podcast at middle ground, middle ground podcast, podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also email you email <laughs> you can also email yourself. <laughs> no <laughs> you can email us if you have any questions. Hello at middlegroundpodcast.co We love uh, stories, we love emails about all the things. We have yeah, like questions, Q&A, yeah. suggestions, mm-hmm. episode topics, anything you want to talk with us about. We would love that. Yeah. It would make us so I happy. And anything you have, Caroline? I don't think so. You have I any exciting guys... things to plug? No. Caroline's Maybe been no. shooting a lot of seniors. Yeah. If you want your senior picks by Caroline Stealthy, she has spots <laughs> open in the spring. Yeah. DM her. DM me. Email me. Yeah. Contact me. And Let yeah, her know.
1: I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day or night or week even.
0: Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.